fears of tripping on top. Be there! Scour the spaceways! Explore vast alien worlds! This tin right here contains the whole rigmarole. I used to smoke about an ounce of hash every day. Right. And it made me go a little bonkers. Maybe. If I occupy his mind with more duties, I can control his space. Hi. Big fat Hi. doobies. Hi. Hi. Hello and welcome to the Hot Box. It's Saturday, May 9th, 2020, it's episode 198. My name's Matt, and this guy. And I am Grand Engine. Grand Engine, what's happening, man? Not, not too much, but how you doing? Good, good. Good to be back. Another week. Hotbox.earth, hotboxpodcast.com. That's the site. Uh, definitely check out the RDAB subreddit. If you're just listening to the podcast version of this, we do it live every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific time, and you can join in the uh the chat there and you can watch us so check that out and of course the uh, rdab subreddit awesome spot if you got any dab related extract kind of questions glass all sorts of stuff getting posted up in there um you want to start things out with the giveaway this it's time to to pick a winner i know that's what everyone is is clamoring for here Ooh, i'm excited for this it looks so pretty Chappelle glass, a little 14 mil. I've tossed in a little 10 mil low pro adapter. Uh, Tooth has the spreadsheet with all the names. And then, uh, yeah, we'll pick. We'll let math pick a winner. Math, math is going to pick a winner. Math and science. We just <clears> threw him <throat> threw him a curveball because he's actually got to record my screen because my little all-in-one computer is not able to do more than like a couple things at once so he's uh he's gonna get that sorted out jamie pull that pull that shit up (laughs) in the meantime what have you been doing what are you smoking on today oh today i got some purple hindu kush some Ooh. flour today. And this this one I thought was kind of interesting because it comes from a farm called Snodgrass Family Farm. And if you're familiar with uh, glass at all, you know Bob Snodgrass was like the OG grandfather of like fume work and, and just making glass pipes and shit back in the day. He was like one of the first ones uh, doing that stuff. So it was kind of cool to see, uh, something from his family and their farm, uh, in the actual weed shops here in Eugene, which I thought was cool. Oh, really? Snodgrass. But yeah, check out his work. If you're not familiar with it, like if, if you want to know where like all the famous glass artists you do know about where their styles originally came from, uh, good chances. It was uh, snotty. He's just that big. He's just everything. Well, just the first and like a super cool guy that like took a lot of apprentices under his wing. And then those people went out and taught people. And this was like back when this was very, very first getting started. Uh, There's probably some good info in it. I think, I don't know if it's still up on Netflix, but there was a documentary called uh, degenerate art, I think. Um, But yeah, if you want to know more about like glass history and and kind of how it got to where it is today, that kind of shit, it's pretty interesting. So, yeah, there's a lot of science between behind glass and stuff like that. Oh, do we have a winter? A winner? A, a winter? winter? The winter is winter. Congratulations! That's awesome wow. too. That I'm 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 pleased that uh, somebody from the actual Discord won it, and not just some random schmuck from Instagram. But 
that's, that's cool. That's pretty cool, man. So uh, yeah, DM me and uh, I'll get your address and get it sent out to you on Monday. So congratulations. Damn. And then Hell um, yeah, man. Next week we'll post up another uh, giveaway we're gonna do uh, just for the Discord. Uh, so it'll be a pretty cool that's rig. Right. Uh, even then, though you guys just won, even though even though Discord takes one for the <laughs> team here, uh, we're gonna do another one just for Discord. So because uh, we love you guys, and then I I do want to give a, sh- a little shout out to my man Keebler coming through with the band hammer for us. <laughs> That's right. Super yeah, we nice. were just talking about it one day, and then he came back like three days later with a band hammer. Boom. From your thoughts to manifestation. <laughs> it was literally like three days or four days, too. It was kind of messed up. I was definitely waiting for like a week, and he hit me up like the next day and was like, yo, your piece is done. He's like, like yeah, what? I'm done with it. It's like, dude, I just asked you like yesterday. That's How'd crazy. you do that? <laughs> but uh, yeah, <laughs> check him out. Keebler47 uh, on Instagram. I'll put a link to it in the show notes at hotbox.earth. You guys can check out his work. He does a lot of cool stuff. Me and uh, Tooth might be getting some reclaim catchers done by him for our rigs. Nice. That kind nice. of style. Making up some, making some band hammer reclaim catchers. That'd be dope. Yeah, that would. Fuck yeah. So uh, let's see. We'll start out. You want to talk about some torches? Had a, a question. Not really a question uh, to us, but in the subreddit there. So I thought it'd be a good, good thing to address. Uh, what kind of torches are you guys using? Is everyone well, on the blazer train? I don't know. I mean, I'm using propane or right now to heat mine. Are you propane gang? Yeah. Propane I, gang. I like propane. It's a lot cheaper, though, and it's just it comes in that nice big tank that takes, you know, how long? Two months almost or a month to go away. Yeah. And if you're weekly and if you're in a pinch, you can hook it up to your little stove and cook with it. You know, it's, <laughs> it's kind of like one of those real handy gases to have around. Um, awesome to have. Definitely, if if your thing leaks, probably not good to have that in the house. But uh, you know, if if you know that your shit is not going to leak, and it's uh, it's good, and you're in a somewhat ventilated area, it's not going to be a problem. You're burning off uh, the majority of the propane. You're not going to get a buildup of it like uh, anywhere on the floor that's going to ignite unless you have a leak. Yeah. So, like if you're in your living room or kitchen or something, and you heat up a dab, you're not going to have to worry about carbon monoxide poisoning. Yeah, that's not that much burning at all. I will tell you, it is loud. The propane torches. I I remember when I was traveling, doing uh, weed conferences and shit. I was in a hotel and it was like two or three in the morning, and I was about to take a dab, and I fucking pull out this bad boy, and I swear, like it echoed in the whole room, and it just it wasn't, but it felt to me like the whole floor heard the torch fire up, and I I got super like self aware and was like, oh fuck. Uh, I need like something a little quieter. Um, but yeah, the, the more popular one that I always recommend is obviously the big shot, the GT 8,000. That's like blazers, iconic fucking torch. It's uh, like when I first started dabbing, we went to, I think it was bed, bath and beyond and got a creme brulee torch. <laughs> and like, it's not a bad choice though. It definitely works, but they're super janky and like they end up leaking or the trigger stops working. The first time I got a blazer, like it feels super solid and they're like, they're not a sponsor or anything. I mean, they could be, but they're not. 
Um, they're just like, they make a good torch. And like, I know how hard on your guys's gear you guys are. Um, this, it's a pretty bulletproof torch. I've had this one for quite a while, quite a while. Uh, the Luda, Luda glass sticker on it, the red edition. I had a purple one. I think gave that to a friend. I had a green one, gave that to a friend. They're just like super good torches. So I definitely recommend those. Um, if you're doing little tiny dabs, blazer also makes a little tiny blazer. With a little, with a little tiny flame, but oh, you're gonna break out the mini one. This one's cool because you can adjust the airflow and turn it into like a candle torch or <laughs> blue flame torch. So yeah, that's how my butane one is. Mine's actually a Wild Bill special, but it's not very good. But it does have that uh, air adjustment on the side here. Yeah, nice. It's not a butane, otherwise I'd show you. And I'll but tell see, you, it just runs out so quickly for me. Yeah, you're definitely if you're using the little one, you're going to be filling it up a lot. If you're using this, depending on how you dab, like you'll probably fill it up once a day, maybe once every few days. Uh, the propane torch is obviously going to last a lot longer. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I mean, like this lasts me. I mean, I buy a four pack of yeah. these from Walmart for twenty dollars, and I'm good for like a year or almost a half a year at least. It's just so nice. And you can turn your blazer into a kind of a flame torch if you cover the airflow uh, spot there. Not as much as the actual uh, smaller blazer that has the airflow control, but uh, a little bit. Right. So those are definitely, I mean, there's a lot of brands out there. I would stay away from like rebranded torches. Like if you see like the Chi Chin Chong torch or something, like chances are it's going to be pretty jank. So I would definitely stay away from anything like that. Um, Blazer's pretty much the go-to uh, standard, I guess. I've yeah. never heard anything bad about Blazer. I've never owned one, though. But what what would you say you prefer? Propane uh, or butane? If if I'm mobile, probably the butane Blazer. But if I'm just sitting at home, I always have the propane torch. Uh, I find the propane torch, like the the spread of the flame is a little thicker than the butane one. And it, I don't know if it's a little hotter or not, but it seems like I no. use less of it to uh, get my knots and my bangers heated up. Propane absolutely burns harder than butane. It yeah. actually burns okay. a little bit dirty, dirtier too. So propane will leave like a black residue eventually. Really? Butane won't, won't leave that. Okay. Yeah, I haven't seen I, that, but again, I'm using it on knots and they get kind of, you know, de-vitrified anyway. So it's it's kind of hard to tell. Yeah, my bangers that I use, uh, that I usually keep clean pretty, if I, I wish I had my old one, but eventually they'll just get like almost a black on the outside, not like dark, dark black at all, but just that kind of like black tint on the outside. It's from the yeah. propane burning off. It's unburnt gases or okay. something. I don't know. I'm not. So what, what you'll want to do is get yourself a closed loop system and then you're going to want to just distill your gas and then it'll be clean. <laughs> just, just do dry runs with the gas, let it. Let it turn well, from I mean, a liquid into a gas, back into a liquid, and then you'll have. We're on the subject of heating your bangers. What about an e nail? Uh, I don't use a torch on my e nail. <laughs> yeah, no, Why? for real though. Why I wouldn't mean, you do that? It would just make it warm so much faster. Give it that extra oomph. It's called a reheat, bro. Yeah, Perhaps you've heard of it. <laughs> uh, yeah, e nails are dope for sure. Um, you definitely got to keep them clean. Like cleaner, I feel like. I mean, you have to keep all this shit clean. Like if you're, well, it's you're just heating, because you're going to be using it 
forever. Yeah, yeah. And because it just stays at that temperature. So anything you leave behind uh, over time is just going to get baked in there. I think uh, I have an old e-nail here. Hold on a sec. I, I feel like it would also just be a lot easier to clean an e-nail, though. Like, I mean, is for somebody like me who keeps their, an ISO bath pretty much the entire time, yeah. Like I was saying, uh, for somebody like me who keeps an ice bath the entire time, I feel like it'd be easier to keep one clean like that because I always Q-tip after every dab and Q-tip ISO and then directly into ISO. Wow, that is a little dirty. And that's like legit Q-tipping, cleaning it out. That's just, it's really old. Like I've used the shit out of it. And just over time, like unless you scrape that stuff off there, it just kind of builds up and gives you your, a nice little insulating layer. <laughs> See, I'm getting uh, an email that's... uh like my style banger and then I'm using my inserts with it. So that should help because I'm going to be removing the inserts and that's where the actual right. dabbing takes place. Yeah. And that I think is the one legit use case for an insert that I've, uh, that I've heard so far. Like that Damn, seems dude. like a really good use for it. Cause it's something you, you can remove. I'm not hating on it. I'm just saying, you know, Yeah, you are. Seems, I love my insert tech, even seems, without the email. It seems kind of, kind of pointless. It seems like you I take just take the dab though from the lowest possible temperature to the highest. Yeah. But I mean, I can do that on my cords. I can, can just I can just How? cold start my quartz, baby. It's not the same, though. Is, is it though? Is you're, it not? you're too hot on a cold heat, but okay, fine, whatever. I'm just saying. I mean, take your win. Take your win. You do though. You have a very good point as far as putting it in emails. I never thought about that use case, and that is like probably the perfect use case for them because you have a cup that you can remove, so you're not constantly unless you have like some oversplash or something. You're not gonna constantly have a lot of shit baking in there. Which the oversplash, which I was saying too, I think it would be easier to clean up because it's nice and hot. So you can just mop it up easier. Right. The little bit of oversplash that comes out and then ISO Q-tip it right out. Did you see the? Me- did you what? see? Did you see the meme I made on Reddit for? Uh, no. For the inserts. No, what was it? <laughs> you made it's a Reddit good. meme. I did. It's my first one, so be gentle. But it's it's Jamie. The, it's the bathroom template where the dude's pissing all the way over and then the dude walks in. It's like how bros with inserts or something. And he says, heat retention, bro. <laughs> when he gets all close. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Jamie, I, pull that shit up. I want to see that. that. Sh- I thought I was going to get some pretty good down votes oh. for it, but it actually is getting a little love. So, <laughs> Oh, Deja Vu posted it. That's terrible. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't usually make memes like that, but I couldn't help myself. I hate we had a solid insert discussion in the uh, in the chat this week, so that's what kind of prompted it. But damn, I wish I was a part of that. I wasn't there for it. Yeah, it was pretty good. Pretty that's good. pretty good. I'll give it to you. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> but you uh, you do prefer them over just going I, in bare naked commando style, or what? I do, but I'm also I have a really bad asthma though, and like until lately, it's been really really bad like even just normal really really low temp depths been killing me but now it's been starting to even out a little bit more you know what this is i do it's an insert no baby it's a glass vial <laughs> You're but a glass vial. It, it it does work for inserts this is what dabs used to come in until people started like trying to get lids off and then cutting their fingers off because the glass breaks <laughs> they were kind of not very good but uh, yeah, but that looks perfect to me, though. I would yeah. love for my dabs to come in that. And it totally works. And I mean, what's a regular insert go for? Like five hundred? I'll give you these for two fifty, baby. Two fifty, <laughs> shipping included. That's right. I got three of them 
first first one to hit me up bang that cash app <laughs> the things said on this podcast are not the opinions of the discord nope just me baby just me <laughs> uh let's see we had you want to move on to uh, milk mother's question she had asked uh about extraction uh bho propane sugaring rosin and like butter crumble sugar all variations of the same product but how why any advantages of one method over another? Closed-loop systems. How do you separate the concentrates from the solvents in them? Joy, what happens to it all? Because my simple ass, it looks almost the same with extra steps. Mm. And then uh, some questions about open blasting. Can it be safe ever, really? Uh, are there things other than butane oh, wow. you can open blast with? Is purging needed for all forms of solvent-based extraction? Is there a way to purge without a vacuum chamber? What the fuck is winterizing rosin? <laughs> Why doesn't my dad love me? RSO safe oh, with ISO thinking all these questions I've been confused about so much and just kind of accepted that this is how life is and it's complicated. And I'll be the first to tell you, McMother, yes, that is just how life is. And yes, it is complicated. <laughs> uh, awesome questions though. Uh, so we'll start at the top. Um, BHO. That's a lot of questions to start with. I know she that, wrote the uh, sh she wrote the show for does, us. Appreciate it. Does her dad love her? <laughs> that I um, uh, will have to defer um, to the group uh, therapist. I'm going to go with a hard maybe. Definitely maybe. Definitely a maybe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> BHO propane. Those are obviously just different solvents that you can use. BHO is butane. Propane is propane. Um, propane operates. Well, I mean, yeah. We should define what is a solvent, though, because, I mean, technically, water is a solvent. You're a solvent, but that is true. Water, water is a solvent. So uh, when it comes to, like, butane and propane, I kind of just think of it as, like, they're solvents in liquid form. They are not solvents in gas form, which is what allows this whole extraction closed-loop thing to work. Uh, what so about ethanol? Ethanol, also a solvent. Not a gas, though, per se, but you do see ethanol is different. It's kind of backwards with these. You're taking liquid, you're putting it through plant material, and then you're taking that saturated liquid and turning it into a gas, which then allows it to release all of what it just picked up, all of the oils and the terpenes and the fats and waxes and shit. And then you're taking that gas and you're running it through a pump that is compressing it, turning it back into a liquid. Uh, where it goes back into your tank. With ethanol, you're taking the liquid, you're getting it really cold because you don't want ethanol to pull chlorophylls. It'll pull fats and waxes at higher temperatures. So you're getting like, let's say, negative 30 degrees Celsius ethanol, and you're putting it through your plant material. And then you're taking that ethanol, you're running it through a filter, and then you're going to cook it you're going to make that ethanol evaporate and it's going to release all the cannabinoids and then you're going to get your clean ethanol back. Um, so it, it's really just a big loop of taking it in one form, absorbing it, extracting it, and then turning it back into a gas to release it. And then, uh, yeah. It's literally just chemistry. It's, it's literally just it science, dog. It's just science. It's just science. It's combining everything together and like extracting little things at a time pretty much. Yeah. 
And then uh, sugaring, rosin, butter crumble, those are just different variations of the product. And uh, consistencies. some consistencies, for sure. It's all eggs. Some of it's eggs benedict. Some of it has hollandaise sauce on it. Some of it's scrambled. Some of it's over easy. It's all I just eggs. Yeah, I mean, I do find some of them do have a different taste, though. I mean, like, Absolutely. I personally like crumble and sugar better than I like shatter or snap and pull. For sure. And uh, it depends regionally where you are, and it depends on the plant material that was used. It depends on if their gas was clean or not. Some people get tanks of, of solvent, and they don't distill their fuel first, so they're just running it right into the plant material directly out of the container. And if you've ever seen, there there was a good discussion on it, I think on the future 4200 forums, but somebody cut open one of those uh, tanks, like they got a brand new one, emptied it, cut it open. And like the shit that's inside of these things is fucking disgusting. They call it mystery oil or mystery grease or whatever. But if you don't distill your gas and clean it first, a lot of that shit's going to end up in your oil, which is going to make it taste not good. It's going to maybe darken it up depending on what it is. Um, so it, it's just up to the person that's operating the machine and the person that grew the plant material. If you have a lot I've of pressed, mm -hmm. right. I mean, I've pressed rosin before and just from doing that, I know that like every little detail matters in every extraction pretty yeah. much. It's wild how little things matter. Yeah. And like when you have growers that aren't really doing a very good job and they're like hyper loading it with heavy metals, phosphorus, sulfur, stuff right. like that, like that comes out in the extraction. And it makes if you've ever had those burnt rubber tasting dabs or dabs that tasted like fireworks, that's probably why uh, that stuff Ooh. just stays in there. And then you have to do a remediation step if you want to salvage that basically. Um, so you have to know what the heavy metal is that's contaminating your oil and then find right. something that will attract it out. Like if it's sulfur, I think you would use copper load or something. I, I forget exactly what it is, but you can run that material through like a copper load, for example, and it'll pull out those sulfur molecules and then it'll, right. you know, you'll have cleaner oil. Uh, same thing with pesticides. Like um, a lot of the pesticides, I guess, are water salt. Soluble, so you'd have to do uh, like a liquid to liquid uh, extraction, basically, where you have to dissolve the the oil back into like pentane and then run that through water, let them separate out uh, the two layers and then, you know, drain out the layer you want, discard the one you don't. But. And that's actually another thing I've heard, too, is that most concentrate out there is actually done with shit flour. A lot because of like just... distillate for sure. A lot of uh, like shatter right. that you see that tends to get shipped uh that is probably like sh uh trim that had been run through like a crc filter or something uh to where it right. looks good because you're shipping it it looks good it doesn't have to smell good because they're not here in person smelling it so you know as long as you can get the color looking right doesn't matter right. what uh, what it tastes like unless of course you want return customers but yeah talking about shipping hush no, I'm just saying, like, hypothetically, that's that's that that's that right. world. That's and that's what, what that's. Yeah. 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 Um, that's why you'd see a, a better quality of that kind of material in your local dispensary versus, you know, what some dickhead on fucking the gram is is trying to hustle you for. Right. Yeah. You can make kind of mediocre stuff look fucking a class. You can make a five, a ten. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, as far as like advantages of one method over another, it's kind of, again, regional. Some places you have to have a C1D1 room, uh, like a fully spark proof explosion resistant, I guess, uh, room for doing extractions with certain hydrocarbons. Um, it's easier to do like ethanol because you need a C1D2 room versus like butane or propane, which you need C1D1. Um, so depending on where you live, you may have more access to one uh, versus the other just because uh, the rules and regulations in place make it easier uh, for that particular kind of, of method to work. What about the product that they make? Like, which one would make a better product, do you think? I personally, I like what uh, the hydrocarbons, like uh, butane and propane, I think those make really good extracts ethanol ethanol to me always seem like either you want to make tinctures or you want to do bulk like hemp you see a lot of ethanol done in hemp because of your recovery times in hydrocarbon solvents like butane and propane you have really long recovery times because it's a lot of work to take that gas that's really excited and pressurize it and turn it into a liquid so that it can go back into your tank ethanol it's just ethanol like you you just you know you flood your column you drain your column and then you put it back into a tank you don't have to wait for a pump to compress it or anything um so you you can definitely do a lot more throughput using things like ethanol is it an end product you would want to dab probably not so you think ethanol would actually make a worse one I think so. If you're trying to make, it depends what you're trying to make, right? Like if you're trying to make diamonds, you could do it with ethanol, but there may be a better solvent out there to do that with. If you're trying to make really good live resin, I don't think you would want to make that with ethanol. You're going to make that with super, super cold butane, uh, propane, or a blend uh, of the two. Right. So it, it really just depends, like, what you're trying. What are you shooting for? And granted, like, there's only so much you can do. Uh, the, the, the extract is going to want to do what, what it wants to do based on how it was grown, based on how it was extracted. You can guide it uh, to a certain extent, but at some point, that slab is just going to butter up, and you just got to toss it in a jar and call it well, a day. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like the natural life cycle of wax, though. It's it's going to yeah. start to butter and oxidize, and the terpenes and the THC are just going to start to separate. Yeah. It's just the nature of the wax. Unless you you're, seal it with an inert gas and remove all of the oxygen out, you're going to get oxidization happening, for sure. And also keep it at, like, a decent room temperature, like 70s or 60s, right? Yeah. Or, or even, like, 50s, I think. Yeah, we used to have, like, a cold room that all of the packaging and stuff was done in, and then inside the cold room, there would be the mini fridges, and that's where all of the, the racks of the slabs would uh, go to cure. Nice, okay. And, and you actually would cure them. See, I... I am I'm a little skeptical a lot, at least on the rosin side about curing. Oh yeah, this was not rosin, but yeah, I hear what you're saying. What do you think about rosin curing? I I don't really I don't really you off a little bit. I don't really fuck with it that much just because in the shops it's super expensive and around here like people have just really good BHO. So I I've never felt the need to drop like $80 on a gram of fucking weed oil. <laughs> like it's just weed, dog. It's it's just terps and cannabinoids. Like I don't think that should be any more than like forty a gram, regardless of what form you put it in. But that's just me. I'm not like I don't know a hash head, I guess. I mean, I've, rosin's good. Don't get me wrong, but it, it does need a little bit of a price drop. I think it's 
like Rawson is perfect for people that want to do dabs, but they don't have access to good material and they don't have access to setting up a closed loop. I would always, even though I wouldn't dab it, I would always recommend that somebody get themselves a little Ross and press before they try to figure out how to build a closed loop machine or how to just open blast. Um, I mean, I'm mechanically inclined and for like $30, I built a Ross and press that was making me beautiful yeah, shatter rosin. For it sure. And that thing is not going to blow up because you got no. air into your system and you fucked You're up something be like zero danger pretty much there's a, it, maybe electrocuting yourself from the power <laughs> is this That's three phase it. or two phase bro i don't know just plug it in <laughs> <laughs> should i put it up to 220 make it better fuck it flip that switch dog <laughs> <laughs> but yeah whenever i see those questions in the subreddit i always try like even though i'm i'm like a hydrocarbon guy myself like i don't want to try to teach people how to do that. And then I also don't want a bunch of people trying to do that on their own and then hurting themselves or hurting other people. So what do you mean by hydrocarbon? Like propane and butane. Okay. Just making sure for anybody listening to. Yeah, for sure. Protein, propane, protein, (laughs) propane, propane accessories. Exactly. That's, that's the game. (laughs) Uh, as far as open blasting yes it can be safe um do i recommend doing it no i mean if if you want whatever but just know that like it's 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 flammable like even if you're outside it's heavy it's gonna fall to the ground and if you have a cigarette around there or anything like that even though you're outside like it still could catch on fire so just be super hyper aware of of your your butane when you're doing that well, I mean, if if you're doing this in a correct setup, you should be doing it under a fume hood. Which, in that case, right. fucking go at it. You're right. fine. You but if you're hood. if you're doing that, if you have a fume hood, you're using a closed loop. I I mean, I don't I don't think there's any advantage to open blasting as far as like any kind of quality that you could get out of it. So I feel like if Do you, you have the you fume can pull hood, more out of a closed loop. Oh, absolutely. And you have okay. much more control over all the variables, over your pressures, over your uh, temperatures. Like, it's just, yeah, it, 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 this is the way, <laughs> for sure. Um, but yeah, if, if you, grant these systems are very expensive. Like, you can get cheap ones off BVV, uh, Best Value Vax. I would definitely recommend, like, staying away from that kind of stuff. Even though it is cheap, it's, like, I don't want my life being on the line over some, like, shitty Chinese seals or welds or right. something, you know, like, it, it's... If it's, you're going to buy one, pay a little bit extra, get yeah, a nice one so yeah. you can do some nice shit and definitely, be safe. Definitely, definitely. Because wanna, it is literally, wanna. like, one minute you're there and the next minute you have, like, a four-inch column sticking out of your chest. Like, it happens so fast. Um, there was just recently a lab, uh, underground lab, that blew up in, I think, California, and they had some pictures of it and it like took out the whole roof on this big warehouse. Like it, it shredded some shit. So it's definitely no joke. Um, yeah, there's, 20... there's some high pressure involved in that, isn't it? Yeah. And it doesn't even have to be high pressure in like a six inch column. If you have 20 PSI in that thing, like 20 doesn't sound like a lot, like 20 bucks. 20, it's, it's not a lot, but in pressure, that's enough to send that lid through the fucking roof and taking your head off with it or knocking you in the in the the chin like there's there's a lot of shit that can that can pop on those things if you're not careful and it doesn't take right. a lot of uh it doesn't take a lot of pressure to do that 
So right, you, you do need to take your precautions. But like yeah. with rosin, though, like I said, it's you're literally just using heat and pressure. Yeah, just don't so, stick I mean, your hand. Everything's in the going so slow, but everything's going so slow too. Right, you're controlling everything because you have to with rosin. It's like that scene in Austin Powers where the the steamrollers <laughs> coming, but it's super slow, and he's just like, oh no, no! <laughs> oh god. Uh, let's see. Is there a way to purge without a vacuum chamber? Yes, you can. But granted, uh, having a vacuum oven is, is the optimal way to do it. Um, because it ensures that everything is out. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. You're getting, you're, you're getting to the right atmosphere where you can get those. Oh, there we go. Deja vu in the chat coming in clutch with the Austin power. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, but yeah, you need to pull this material under vacuum, which, uh, I believe it increases the surface tension of like when it forms bubbles and the gas is trying to escape the deeper the vac is, the easier it is for that gas to escape. Uh, right. So you're able to purge it more at lower temperatures. If you don't have it under vacuum, you have to use higher temperatures, which then increases your oxidization. If you're trying to make slabs, it increases uh, when it starts to auto butter up or whatever. Um, so yeah, it's, it's just a lot easier to uh, get it to do what you want it to. Right. And I've heard, uh, win- winter winterizing rosin that I'm not familiar with. When you winterize uh, regular dabs, you're just using ethanol. You're dissolving the oil into that, and then you're into hot ethanol, which is gonna uh, dissolve everything. And then you put it in a freezer, drop the temp on it, which is going to make it release the fats and waxes uh, in the material while still holding on to most of the cannabinoids. So then once it's cold and all of the fats and waxes have crashed out of it, you can then pour that through a filter and your good oil will go through the filter and you're left with fats and waxes on the top. Um, but that that's really? in my mind when I hear winterizing, that's, that's what I think of. Why is that called winterizing? I don't know, because you're putting it in the freezer. <laughs> I don't know if there's like an actual scientific... See, uh, like to me, I, I'm from kind of a mechanic uh, kind of standpoint, and to me, winterizing like literally means like taking out the gas of it and fucking getting it ready for winter. So it's like, I, I would almost think yeah. like storage. You know what I mean? I mean, you're like, taking out the storage. You're taking out the fats and waxes. I mean, it's not the same thing as like blowing air through lines to get all the water out when you winterize well, I, your sprinkler system. I, I, but... I mean, like, for storage, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, would you be getting it ready for storage? Right. Ooh, that's a nice close-up. I could just give you, uh, you know, those insane ones, like... feel like I'm watching 24. That's how, like, that <laughs> show was shot, like, real kind of jittery up close, fucking pans and shit. I'm sorry, <laughs> I tried to fix it before the fucking stream. No, it's Two dope. At me. It's dope, I like it. I think people, what do you guys think of chat? Do you like it? Thumbs up or down? I, I'm giving it a thumbs up. I like that shit. <laughs> uh, let's see. RSO hey, safe with ISO? It. I would stay away from RSO just altogether. Um, some people make like it with like... RSO. It's good if it's made well, and it's not made with like naphtha or something like that. But it can be dangerous if it's not made well because of it looking so bad in the first place. Like, well, it that and like, like if you're... It depends on the kind of alcohol you use. Like you can't use methanol or like a heptane denatured ethanol with that because that's not potable. Like you can't drink that shit. There's a reason it's denatured, like, and that's why it's cheaper. Well, if, I mean, I, just like everything, it needs to be made well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
with the correct shit. <laughs> um, it does seem like when it is made well, it's got a really broad spectrum of cannabinoids and terpenes in it that you're ingesting. So that's, as far as we know, that's a good thing. Um, hey, man. Huh? Man. What? Guess what? Chicken butt. Dab time. Oh, it's a dab time, baby. Yeah, it's dab time. But keep going. Okay. I'm sorry. I just had to let everybody know it's dab <laughs> it's time. dab time, baby. Um, but yeah, it, it, it does seem to do well uh, with people that have a hard time uh, dabbing or smoking. Uh, it seems like RSO was one of the first things that people were giving their kids that had uh, epileptic seizures and stuff like that. It was always mm-hmm. the RSO oil that they were getting that seemed to uh, help them out a lot. So It's like one of the first medications that was used for it, but it's just like kind of this. It's a concentrate. Yeah, and it's not a dabbable one, though. Like, I definitely no, 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 would no. not recommend dabbing RSO, especially if it has any green tint to it. Like, if it's got a lot of chlorophyll in it, you definitely don't want to dab that. Isn't uh, it supposed to have a lot of the plant in it, though? Yeah, or and like that's why like- it's a, it's supposed to be for a tincture. But some people want to dab it. I would say it's not that bad for you as long as it's not green you definitely do not want to be dabbing chlorophyll though like that's not good for you it's dirty up your fucking banger though pretty damn quick also yeah it's like dabbing uh it's like dabbing rosin almost flower rosin low grade yeah low grade flower rosin that has a lot of plant material in it that you can see or if it has any kind of a green tint uh you definitely want to stay away from from dabbing that yeah anything with a green tint has a little bit of uh chlorophyll in it uh, Venters in the chat says you can dab isoethanol extractions such as quick wash, quet, and quiso. Not enough plant material ends up in it after 15 minutes super cold wash. And that it has to be super cold and you have to be able to see that like, okay, this is not green. There's not. I was going to say, I've even heard of people like dabbing water hash. Yeah. As long, I think like the trick is to just get the purity of your cannabinoids up over a certain percentage. Whatever, what that is, I don't know. I definitely stay away from anything under like 75%, 70% as far as dabs go. Um, but that's not to say you can't still uh, dab them. Yeah, no, I, I've like heard just like the top of the line, top of the line, like water hash you can dab and it's clean enough that it'll burn clean in your banger and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, we had a they had a pretty good discussion in the uh, Dabs Discord about uh, hash, like actual hash, not like BHO. Uh, I guess. Um, what is, yeah. what do you call actual hash then? Because Ev- well, what is what's the definition of hash? It's a regional thing. I feel like again, I worked with a buddy in California who called everything hash. He was like, hey, winterize this hash or I'm going to dab this hash. But then I've also been to like places like Amsterdam where hash is a very specific thing. And like it's it it just depends. It depends who you're around and and what the the regional dialect is, I guess. Um, But yeah, I've always thought of hash as like the darker, real musky stuff that you break apart and roll in a spliff because that's where I first experienced it was uh, over in uh in Europe. So that that's what they smoked it a uh, little tobacco and then break the hash up. Um, I also didn't see yeah. very much flour when I was there and granted, this was like 15, 20 years ago. Um, but yeah, it was all just hash and ecstasy. <laughs> was... they, they smoke a lot of spliff over there, yeah. which is tobacco and <laughs> marijuana, which I, I smoke a lot of spliff cool. right here for sure. Like I, I don't really smoke regular cigarettes unless I'm at work. 
Uh, I usually just try and smoke a smoke spleef. I think we got all the questions answered. Was was that pretty well, I mean, good? Was there anything we missed out? Anything in particular we, we you did, want we us? We did talk about the father loving her, didn't we? Yeah, I was gonna just skip over that, but I mean, if you want to address it, I know you've got the PhD in in psychotherapy, so I'll I'll let you <laughs> I'll let you address this. Uh, well, I mean, I guess I guess I'm gonna have to be the one to do it, but no. Are you her and, father? Oh my God, let's go. Are you her no, father? No, no, I just... Oh, wait, there it is. No. Nice. The office pan. <laughs> Does, uh, are you in Europe? Do you listen to this show? Uh, hit us up. Info at hotbox.earth and let us know. Kind of curious. Do you, uh, do you get flour? Or is it just hash? Hashish? Why do you smoke spliffs? Is there anybody in the I love that shit. Or in the Discord? Why? Because like, it's it's efficient, and the tobacco I use, the Peter Stokeby Danish export, it's got a very lovely taste to it. And when you mix that with certain strains of weed, it's just it's really good. I started doing it because I used to be a water delivery guy, and my boss said that I smelled like weed, so he said mix a little tobacco in with that weed, son. And then you won't smell like weed so much. <laughs> so oh, and I just I just smoke them now. Like that's what I what I smoke. <laughs> I mean, I used to smoke tobacco, but I it never really tickled my fancy. I felt like the filter took it all out. Or do you smoke filterless? Oh no, I roll my own, and then I put a crutch in it, like a little uh, uh, raw. Oh, so you smoke filterless then too? Oh yeah, you're gonna. Like three years. Well, that's the idea. But <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to get that gruff rapper voice so that I can actually have a career. But you know, <laughs> I don't know if that's how that one works. Shit, shit. I think I think that's how you get throat cancer. I gotta take but... this this how to be a rapper book back to the store. This bullshit, <laughs> fucking bullshit. Sweating is horseshit. Vinter has a good point. They mix tobacco uh, because weed is super expensive in Europe. They mix tobacco to save money. Uh, and most people smoke tobacco there anyway if they're smoking weed. That's a good point. I've never thought of it that way. It was just more of a preference. Get richer. <laughs> Get more rich. I know. I have to buy a new computer for this damn podcast now. Going to be smoking well, spliffs I mean, for the foreseeable when future. <laughs> when you're running on a freaking piece of plywood. I know. It is. With a graphics <laughs> processor on it. Shout out to Asus. For putting Shut an Android, putting an Android tablet in this fucking big screen here, calling it a computer. <laughs> uh, did you guys see this uh, in Florida? A CBD retailer was uh, falsely claiming that the oils he was selling were heavy metal free, and oh, no. it turns out that they weren't. And I just I saw a discussion about uh, CBD and isolate and uh, different vendors and stuff. And I thought this might be something interesting to kind of talk about. Um, weed, hemp, and like weed, it will uptake metals and toxins and other shit that it's grown in. So like if you plant a bunch of hemp at the landfill, that product is going to have a lot more undesirable shit in it compared to if you planted that hemp in a nice farmer field that you know the soil, uh, you, you've had soil tests done so that you know 
uh, what heavy metals may or may not be in your soil. Was it used as a uranium dump at one point? Like, is it radioactive? Is it full of arsenic? Is it full? What if you're doing an indoor grow? How would heavy metals get in your flower then? Uh, Just by you using contaminated soil. Maybe you got the soil from someone and you didn't have it tested, but you believed what they told you uh, to be true. Uh, that's, and I'm not a grower, like I'm, I'm not a grower at all. So this is just what I've picked up from other growers and stuff. I don't know if there's another way to cross contaminate it that way, other than just like being too heavy handed with your feeding regimen and giving it too many of these heavy metals that it's not fully uh, utilizing too much of the nutrients over nuding. The ones you usually see are because people planted a field and they didn't do their soil test first and their soil had something toxic in it that the plant then uh, picked up. And then that transfers into your extractions, which makes its way and it shouldn't make its way into your isolate because isolate by nature is a pure form. Yeah. But some of these products that people are buying are not just pure isolates and they, uh, yeah, they can be contaminated with stuff. So definitely be careful, uh, when you're picking out your CBD, uh, stuff, this one in particular was CBD is used a lot for medication, like a lot. A yeah. Lot. And you can get it in all 50 States. So like, uh, you know, you guys, Dude, you can buy it at gas stations. Here. Mm-hmm. The fucking yeah. video rental stores that are still <laughs> around are selling CBD. Yeah. You could have, did any of you pick up any CBD products from American Shaman? Because they're the ones uh, in the article here that are being uh, discussed. Uh, Their CBD products had uh, heavy metals and insecticides, among other contaminants. Oh, so that's outdoor shit. But I mean, that's what you expect, though, for hemp CBD. Hemp and CBD doesn't really smell by nature unless it's more of a THC-derived strain, which the federal government defines hemp as anything under 3% THC. So hemp and marijuana are the same plant. They're just two kind of different strains almost. One has 0% THC pretty much, and the other one doesn't. You can grow genetics and and do that and get like a good tasting CBD strain. I don't know. I have one actually that's canatonic number four. That one's extremely extremely good oh the terpenes on that are amazing but it's just a pure cbd almost so there's like you smoke it you need to smoke a little thc with it or you need to be dosing for cbd or you know grind it up mix it with a little thc and put it in a spliff you know who knows um, but yeah, they uh, did some testing in February. They said the test uh, results allegedly indicated that the full-spectrum hemp oil products failed Proverde's testing for copper, nickel, and lead, and that the tinctures failed the yeast and mold evaluation for the microbiological contaminant test. Uh, so definitely check those buds out if you're ordering uh, hemp buds. Like, break them yeah, apart. How are you going to know that? Well, if it's PM, you know. Like, you break it apart your trichome shouldn't be like real poofy and dusty. You know, like if, if you have bud that you break apart and it's poofy and dusty, that's probably some, uh, some PM in there, some mold. Oh yeah. I got some the other day from, uh, from a shop here and I was like, well, that looks really weird. And I, I called him up cause I know the guy and I was like, Hey, did you have any other complaints with this, uh, this strain? Cause it looks pretty dusty. And he's like, yeah, <laughs> He's like, we actually did. We're pulling it all. I was like, all right. That was pretty gross, so. (laughs) That's not good. I've never Uh, seen that. 
Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like next time you get some buds, like break them apart and like in a light and you'll see it. It has like, it's almost like it's lighter because it, it goes upward instead of like your trichomes and shit will like fall. This stuff is like dust and it just poof. So I don't know if you've seen it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> right. <sighs> That's disgusting. I hope I never see that. Yeah. Well, that 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 definitely makes two of us. Uh, let's see. Did you see this uh, in Cincinnati? Some customs agents found weed hidden in a shipment of cleaning products, like Lysol, Swiffer Jet, Wet Jet, kind of. Guys, uh, they made it tricky up in here. Oh <laughs> shit! Uh, disinfectant wipes. Trying to get the shit. Lysol lady involved. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, props to your packaging department. So, have we figured out what we're gonna do for the Discord giveaway? Uh, like what uh, what we're going to give away or how we're going to give it away? Uh, Both. Maybe we should ask the podcast. I yes mean, and what, no. <laughs> what, yes to what one? Yes, we we know what we're giving away. No, we don't know how we'll give it away. Give it Do away. Give it away give now. A, oh, <laughs> give it away. Give it away. Give it away now. Flee, no, no, no. Flee, no, no. Later. Later. Flee. Later. Flee. flee. Hell yeah. God. Uh how I like the uh the random thing. I mean we could do like a little we could make tasks for entries. I don't know how motivated people are to like do things. Like tell five friends about the podcast. Get one of them to join the Discord or so yeah, I don't know. I'm not I'm not good at that kind of stuff. Vint says, as the winner of the last one, I feel I have a say. He says, let them do a Highlander for the winner. There can only be one. Well, there will only be one. Are you saying fight to the death beheading style? <laughs> Am I going to uh, get flagged for sending you something? Says, yes, yes. Oh, God. Get him off the show. Ban him, ban him, ban him. Prank caller, prank caller. <laughs> prank caller. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, Deja Vu says emote reaction and invite links. So like we could do uh, you react to something on the discord and then I want to do. Well, what is Do you want to tell them what we're giving away? Or do you I think say we, that sh- we showed them, but I can. Yeah, because depending on what it is, we can do a few things with it. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, the last dab got me nice. Oh, I remember. Hmm. <laughs> oh, that one looks so nice. Is this cool? I love that. Would you guys be stoked to win this? Deja Vu says fire. It's got a matching cube uh, dabber that's got one of these ribbons on it. And then, uh, yeah. If, says love it. I, I do love it too. That thing does look really freaking cool. If I get my my misers in and we have a 14 for it, we can throw in a banger and like a spinner cap thing for it. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. What do y'all need? Right. But uh, Shauna Glassgirl made this. Uh, she's out of Northern California, I think. Uh, it's got a little UV in it. Just, oh, just, really? Just a little, just a little UV. Bridge. Oh, that's oh, sick. Baby. What? 
Oh, baby. That's kind of hard to see on the camera. Oh, I hate you guys. Why can't we be in the giveaways? You guys suck. We should just make this one to open to everyone in the Discord. Except we obviously can't do me. That because if, if I were to win or something like that, do you know how rigged that would look? Really? Even if yeah. we do it like completely random on the fucking show? I, I, I think so. Okay. I, I, mean, I think fair enough. I, that just, see? Even Milk Mother right away is just like rigged. See? <laughs> I mean, that's it. That's it. Because all we'd have to do is I'd go to Matt and be like, hey, so if you still want to keep doing your two podcasts on our Discord, uh, you know, I'm going to be the winner of the random generator. <laughs> I already know who's got my back. Like, well, I guess I'll <laughs> save myself $1,000 and not get a new computer and just stop doing live shows. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, well, we'll we'll just do it for uh, for you guys then. And uh, Grand can just keep doing keep doing you, baby. <laughs> I will do the two says I will do the draw. Make sure Grand's name cell is not included in the randomizer. See, I can't win. It's just how that works. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, you have a job. Go buy a rig. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who are our boosters this week? Oh, okay. Shout out to the Just boosters. Let's take a look at the boosters. Shout out to the boosters. While looking at the boosters we should do uh, an admin giveaway of some sort, but I don't know how that would work at all. But a rig, not a flower piece. I guess. Gotcha. I mean, <laughs> I'm down for whatever. Uh, <clears throat> well, yeah, we'll 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 figure it out how how we're gonna do it, and then uh, we'll we'll post it up. We'll we'll know by the next episode, I think, right? Safe to say. Yeah, so our VIPs who are sponsoring this episode are myself, you, Ace of Spades, Childish Landino, Eastern Dank, Swagrat, Old Bear. Nice. Tooth, why aren't you on this? You're a slacker. Tooth, bro. You the bro, reason dude. I'm not I'm not streaming at two fifty six, bro? You drop me dude, down to one twenty eight, bro? Dude, bro. What is wrong you, with you? He's fucking us. He's fucking oh, us, man. man. I'm a poor boy. Well, get rich. You were just telling me to get rich. <laughs> Son. My, how the tables have turned. Yeah. <laughs> oh, get awesome. Wrecked, uh, shout out to the sponsor. We got you again. This is sponsor. Sweet piece of glass. You want to tell us a little bit about them? Do we oh, have any I'm cool at, sales going on? Uh, no. I meant Gary's Glass Adventure. Shout out to Gary and the Glass Ooh. Adventure. Uh, I guess shout out to me and Chappelle Glass, too. Uh, I am Dude. going to, uh, after the show is done, I'm going to go see my buddy Glassmith that makes the pocket bottles and get some of those. And he made some dope uh, fumed carb caps. So we'll have some of those up on Spog. We got the uh, Zach Brown V2 clears, if you need any of that. We're literally down to our last miser, and it's a 14-millimeter female economizer. So one of the rare ones. But uh, we should be getting a new drop of fresh quartz here in the next week or two, hopefully. So check that out. The ruby pearls that he has are amazing. I still use them. I said tooth one. I don't know if it'll get there. It's in the mail. I don't know if it'll get there. I swear to God, I sent it tooth. The check is in the mail. I promise. Check is in the mail. I promise. No, I did. But they are like one of the best things ever. I love pearls and I love the ruby pearls so much where you can actively tell the difference between the ruby pearls and the quartz or the burrow. Oh, yeah. I've definitely it's been digging up. digging the, a little bucket action with with uh, some spinners while my knot is soaking. <laughs> so 
like you like girls, huh? Yeah, it's it's not bad. It's definitely fun uh, when you have a good cap that spins them well. It's definitely a little more fun than just the uh, the plain banger cap. But I feel like it actually actively pulls more smoke out too. Yeah, I mean you're moving the oil onto the the hotter spots of the banger that didn't get saturated with the oil, so it's good to keep that shit moving. Keeps the surface area all closer to one temperature and stuff. And the pearls um, will help. Yeah, vaporize it too because they're heating up as well. Which that's the point of the ruby. The ruby actually holds heat better. Which we didn't talk about that when we were talking about glass on our last podcast. So we need to talk about that on a podcast. The difference between regular quartz and ruby and sapphire. Yeah, I mean, I think the difference is that quartz won't crack under thermal shock, and those ones you mentioned will. So definitely be careful out there, fam. Be cracking. I do know that they will crack under thermal shock. Don't crack your inserts, especially if you spent five bills on one, dog. Don't crack it, baby. No. <laughs> but I just hear the heat retention is insane. Yeah, I'm not trying to take 20-minute dabs. I don't know. <laughs> You just sit there and Heat retention, bro. You literally just did the meme. I love you. Thank you. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> can can we show that meme again? Oh, can you that post is... that meme, Tooth? Pull that shit up, Tooth. <laughs> oh, God. He showed me this meme oh before the God. show. That is so good. He showed me that meme before the show. It was hilarious. Oh, Heat retention, Dude, bro. I see retention. So good. Okay. <laughs> um, this is a podcast. There's audio. Uh, if you go to hotbox.earth, there's a podcast feed you can subscribe to. If you use things like uh, Beyond Pod or Pocket Cast or Podcast Addict, uh, you can just put that feed in there. Or we're also on Stitcher. We're on, uh, I think we're on Spotify now. Off to look. I submitted us we to are be on Spotify. On podcast as well. And Apple and Podcasts. IDunes. Yep. Definitely. So, uh, and you can just listen right off the website too, if you like, uh, hotbox podcast or, or on YouTube. If uh, nothing crashed this time, that was my fault it's last week. That there my was recording no video. is still going. So we have video this week, at least for me. Oh, nice. Tooth says we're on Spotify. Hell yeah. That didn't take long. We are on Spotify. Nice. So check Absolutely. us out there. Nice. Super nice. Cool. Well, that just about wraps us up. I guess. Uh, do we have anything else you guys want to talk about? Uh, I think that's good. We'll uh, throw any other ideas for the next episode in the chat, and we'll add that to the rundown. And, uh, yeah, we'll we'll be back here uh, next Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific time doing it live, and we'll join you in the uh, the smoke lounge for some post-episode post dabs. Quick question before we go, Matt. Yeah. What's your favorite consistency? Ooh, I like the, uh, I think they call it applesauce. Or the sand, sand sauce, yeah, applesauce. Yeah, like turfs with diamonds yeah. in it. Yeah, but like yeah. real small ones because I like to crush those little fuckers up. And then um, and then yeah. I'll mix that with distillate and then really dark slabs. And then I'll just like make a fruit roll up and then I'll just jam that in my banger. Ooh, that sounds tasty. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to try that. Yeah, that's generally that. that's what I, I prefer. Definitely. I'll take I, I, in the post session dabs. I'll take that. I'll do that on stream for you guys. You have some work slabs. You can roll up some uh, <laughs> some distillate in. Dope. <laughs> Hell yeah! Well, thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. See you guys. Thanks for coming.